How's that? Can you hear me? Yep. Every second Sunday in May, when Mother's Day rolls around, people sometimes ask, do Krishna folks celebrate Mother's Day? Why, yes, I say. In fact, we celebrated seven ways. Really? They say with surprise. How is that? Let me show you, I say. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's presentation, Our Seven Mothers Plus One. In ancient India, there once lived a statesman sage named Chanakya Pandit. Although Chanakya was the prime minister under Emperor Chandragupta, he lived in a simple cottage, like a sage. So wise was Chanakya that the emperor retained him as a personal advisor. To this day, Indian schoolchildren grow up reciting the sayings of Chanakya, much as Americans learn the sayings of their famous forebears, like Benjamin Franklin. One of Chanakya's book of sayings is called Niti Shastra, ethical sayings about good and evil. And one verse in that book identifies seven kinds of mothers we need to honor. Who are they? Let's take a look at these seven mothers from a spiritual perspective. That's one's own mother. Guru Patni, that's the wife of the Guru. Brahmani, Rajapatnika, the wife of the Brahman or teacher. Dhenur, Dhakri, Tatapriti, the cow, the nurse, and the earth. Saptaitama Tanaksmita. These should be remembered as our seven mothers. Let's take a look at them a little more in depth. In a spiritual society, our first guru is our own natural mother, from whom we learn our, quote, mother tongue. Our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, would observe that the love of a mother for her child is the closest example we see of pure, unconditional love in this material world. The ancient yoga texts say that, quote, one who cannot deliver their dependents from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master, a relative, a father, a husband, a mother, or a worshipable demigod, unquote. 
Spiritual parents take this instruction to heart. From the very beginning of their child's life, they help their little dependent focus, as this mother is helping hers, on the goal of human life to awaken one's dormant love for the Supreme and thus graduate from the deadly treadmill of repeated birth and death. As we take birth from our mother and father, so in a spiritual culture we also take a spiritual birth when we meet and formally take shelter of a genuine spiritual master. As Jesus taught, quote, Except one be born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Book of John, chapter 3. If our spiritual master happens to be a married man, his wife also becomes a kind of mother to us. In this photo, we see Vaisheshika Prabhu, a genuine Hare Krishna guru with his devoted wife, Nirakula Devi Dasi. Vaisheshika travels the world, writes books, takes care of his disciples, and runs one of the most dynamic Krishna communities in America. That's in Silicon Valley, up north of NoCal, Northern California. But if you have ever had the good fortune to meet him, if you ever have the good fortune to meet him, he will tell you frankly that there is no way he could do what he does without the love and tireless support of Nirakula, his better half. Besides recognized spiritual masters, spiritual cultures abound with all kinds of Brahmins or teachers. Quote, Brahman means intelligent brain, Prabhupada would say. Quote, so an intelligent brain, one can learn anything and teach anything. Unquote. Traditionally, in India, Brahmins were mostly men, but when Prabhupada brought Krishna culture to the West, he found that women were educated the same as the men. So he gave rabbinical initiation to qualified ladies as well. In this photo, we see Prabhupada initiating his disciple Vishakadasi as a twice-born Brahmin in 1972 in Mayapur, India. Over time, Vishaka and her husband, Yadavar Prabhu, emerged as first-rate spiritual educators through photography, film, and writing. They are the cinematographers who made the award-winning film about Srila Prabhupada's life called Hare Krishna, the mantra, the movement, and the Swami who started it all. Since the world's royals are but figureheads today, it may be difficult for us to relate to the wife of a king as our mother. In ancient spiritual cultures, however, royalty cared for the citizens like their own children. And the citizens loved them for it. Even in America, founded by colonists rebelling against British royalty. Some of us seniors may remember that the media called the Kennedy presidency Camelot, returning youth and vigor to the country's leadership. A 
And indeed, shortly before he was assassinated, President Kennedy confided to one journalist that, quote, all the people really want is a good king. In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says he comes to earth to reveal absolute wisdom to, quote, saintly kings who translate that wisdom into public policy for the spiritual benefit of all. Here we see Queen Draupadi, the wife of the five Pandava kings, and the heroes of the Mahabharata, taking shelter of Lord Krishna, who saves her from the Kuru king's sexual aggression. Circumstantially, her husbands could not protect her, but Krishna saved the day, as well as Draupadi's chastity, by supplying her limitless amounts of sari cloth. Without the Lord's protection, no one can protect themselves, not even powerful kings and queens. Let us follow Draupadi's example with a critical hour called Hey Govinda, thus attracting Krishna's mercy. <laughs> Although our mother nurses us when we're babies, Mother Cow nurses us throughout our lives with her milk. In India's ancient yoga culture, therefore, this cow is, the cow is considered sacred, and sacred as motherhood itself. In today's materialistic cultures, however, the cow is treated as a commodity. And as soon as her milk production starts to slip, she is sent to the slaughterhouse. Perceiving the karmic connection between slaughter and war, the playwright George Bernard Shaw once wrote a poem called Living Graves, which ends, quote, Thus cruelty begets its offspring, war. And in his commentary to the sacred Sanskrit text, Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada notes, quote, The cow stands with tears in her eyes. The heartless milkman draws milk from the cow artificially. And when there is no milk, the cow is sent to be slaughtered. These greatly sinful acts are responsible for all the troubles in present society. People do not know what they are doing in the name of economic development. The influence of this age will keep them in the darkness of ignorance. Despite all endeavors for peace and prosperity, they must try to see the cows and the bulls happy in all respects. Foolish people do not know how one earns happiness by making the cows and bulls happy. But it is a fact by the law of nature." Unquote. In the photo, taken at the Gitanagari farm in 1983, a much younger edition of your narrator is realizing the happiness and wisdom one receives simply by protecting Mother Cow. I spent 13 years at this farm, and I can tell you I learned so much from the cows, and especially from this cow. Her name was Chintamani, she was the queen of the herd, and all the cows followed her. No one ate until Chintamani was eating. Nobody went out to the pasture unless Chintamani led the way. Nobody came in from the pasture to the barn for milking unless Chintamani went first. This is an amazing cow. 
They don't sleep much. They're always massaging one another. They can learn a lot from cows. <laughs> In spiritual culture, the family is not nuclear, it's extended, embracing all kinds of friends who naturally help one another. For example, if one's natural mother is circumstantially unable to breastfeed her baby, a ready and willing friend or a family member may step in to do the service. So the nurse, as mother, refers not to a medical nurse, as helpful and nurturing as those people can be, but to a mother capable of nursing another's child with her milk. But what kind of nurse is this we see in the painting? That's another story, but once upon a time, an evil-minded Rakshasi, a mystic witch capable of shape-shifting into any form, named Putana, wanted to kill baby Krishna. So she speared poison on her breast, disguised herself as a beautiful goddess, and snuck into Krishna's nursery. Although omniscient baby Krishna knew Putana's intentions, because she approached him like a mother, he magnanimously sucked her breast and her life air also, purified her consciousness, and awarded her the same relationship with him as his beloved mother, Jishoda. Lord Krishna's shelter is truly all-merciful. So this is the moment when Krishna actually sucked out her life air. So she's not looking like a beautiful goddess. She's morphing back into a fearsome rakshasi, like a witch, a giant witch. But Krishna liberated her. Even though her intentions were bad, he just, but she approached me like a mother. In the stream of Bhagavatam, Canto 1, chapter 10, text 4, Sage Sutta states, Quote, during the reign of saintly King Yudhisthira, the clouds showered all the water that people needed, and the earth produced all the necessities of man in profusion. Due to its fatty milk bag and cheerful attitude, the cow used to moisten the grazing ground with milk. Unquote. This is like 5,000 years ago in Vedic India. Now contrast that happy, prosperous scene from antiquity but today's compacted earth, fouled air, polluted water, manhandled food, irregular weather, and constant conflict, which plagues our modern materialistic society. We can only marvel at Mother Earth's tolerance for the burdensome population that now treads her surface. In a spiritual culture, where humanity is in tune with both the physical and subtle laws of nature. Every day is Earth Day, because she too is counted as one of our seven mothers. Just behold Lady Krishna with Mother Dishoda, the paragon of motherly care for the Supreme. Krishna certainly appreciates us when we acknowledge and thank him for our daily bread, for example. But imagine how much Mother Jashoda endears herself to the Lord when daily she feeds Krishna unleavened bread, thinking, Oh, Krishna, please eat your lunch, eat this bread, or you'll surely die. The Lord loves such divine madness because hers is the madness of pure love. I see Jashoda saying to us, If you love Krishna like I do, 
you too can be his mother. And I see Krishna saying, yes, someday, perhaps. But for now, my dear friends, remember my instruction in the Gita to honor your mother. Remember to get in touch with her today. Or if she's passed on, remember her in a special way. Okay, my dear lords, since I'm the narrator today, I guess I should go first to honor my mother. Hello, Ma. It's been 22 years since you passed on. I'm in her arms there, and I don't really have, I have no memory of this, but this is in uh, rural New Jersey. It's about 1947. By your countless sacrifices for our family, I know you're in a better place today. And there we are in New York City. Anybody know where we are? You probably Exactly. They are stories. <laughs> 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 at the end of the parade, they go into the park. I know you're in a better place today, Mom. And by the Lord's mercy, if we keep surrendering to Him, I'm sure we'll rejoin the Lord's family someday. I do remember that picture. That last one. He was a family photographer in New York City, Avery Slack. And he would pose all of us. And so he had me in this little suit. <laughs> Clasp your hands, Nikki, smile. <laughs> but now, who is that one we're adding today to our annual celebration of our seven mothers? Well, we got a big review by the grace of the Santa. We were chanting it. By a happy coincidence, today is not only Mother's Day, it's the appearance anniversary of Srimati Sita Day, the beloved queen of Lord Ram, Krishna's avatar as the perfect king, whose timeless history is recorded in the Vedic epic Ramayan, as the mother of Ram's two warrior sons, Lava and Pusha, Sita Devi ultimately emerges as the heroine of that epic as well as the universal mother who miraculously appeared from Mother Earth and disappeared into her at last. She appeared as King Janaka. He's a great soul, one of the great personalities in the universe. He wanted a, a child, but he didn't have a child. And then one day uh, they were plowing in his field and this golden baby turned up by the plowshare. She appeared from the earth and he brought her to his queen and they both embraced her and they raised her as a child. And then by the uh, tricks of fate at the end of the Ramayana, um, Ram is obliged to separate from Sita after he's won her back from the, from the ogre, Ravana. And, uh, but some people are talking that uh, how can Ram take Sita back because she was, she, was, she was kept by this woman, by this ogre, for a year. So Ram reluctantly um, said she had to go to the, back to the forest with the, the sage Valmiki, who recorded the Ramayana story of Ram. And so Sita very nobly circumambulated Ram, and then she walked, and then the earth opened up, 
And, she, and Mother Earth took her back. She went right back from where she, from where she came. Miraculous appearance, miraculous disappearance. To receive the favor of God the Father, devotees pray to his better half. Here as Sita, the goddess of fortune. Devotees pray to Sita Ram, avatars of divine royalty, who are expansions of Radha Krishna, avatars of divine intimacy, whose loving service we may easily receive by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Questions about the seven mothers? Who? I'll give you a little quiz now. Who was the, who was the sage? And devotees don't ask this. Okay, who was the sage who came up with the seven mothers? Remember the name? Um, he was the, uh, the advisor to Emperor Chandragupta. Chandragupta. Who said that? Dr. Rick. Rick. Okay, Rick. <laughs> Let it go. All right, and uh, I'll say the Sanskrit for each one. And when I say the Sanskrit, you tell me what's the English equivalent. This is going to be tough. This is tough now. Atmamata. Guru Patni. The wife of the Guru. Brahmani. Rajapatni. Dhenur. The cow. Dhatri. The nurse, right? Tata Prithvi, Mother Earth, Sattaka, Sattaka, These are known as the seven mothers. And uh, this is the first time I've ever uh, encountered Mother's Day with Sita also. So this is an auspicious confluence of events. Somehow we will generally push it to our hearts content. Any, any questions? All right. Let's get ready to chant. Chill, Jai, 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 jai.